This is Jimmy from Stroke of Luck Radio. I'm here with the one and only Lord Sko. Yes, you are. I'm here with the one and only Jimmy from Soul Radio. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Feeling feeling good, man. You've got the uh, latest single Finders Fee, which is out on Friday. Yes, I do. How are you feeling about, about that release? I'm excited, bro. I think it's going to be a, a good release. You know, I'm very happy with that song. I think the the visual component is very striking, very nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep. I think I'm... Yeah, I think it's gonna gonna do very well. You know what I'm saying? I like I like that it's a little more slowed down than my typical tempo. Mm-hmm. More, a lot of soul injected into that. You know what I'm saying? Some heartfelt lyrics and yeah, man, I'm excited for for people to get it. What What was the inspiration behind the uh, the cover art? Cover art. Um, shout out to Versailles. Uh, she's a super talented artist out of Brooklyn. She actually designed the T-shirts for um, the museum album. Oh yeah, true. Um, she made those T-shirts, um, and she also made the Jump Shot single cover. So I've worked with her a bunch in the past, and mm-hmm. um, you know, for me, like, I wanted something that could kind of, you know, be a little different than the video. Um, just in that, in the video, in that, also like the yellow tape cover, and that. Those are like I feel like I wanted something animated and I wanted something drawn. Yeah. Um. And I think it's also really cool because it kind of looks like an homage to the museum cover with the white background with me in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think um that's cool too, and I hope people notice that. Yeah. yeah. But that wasn't intentional. I just got it back and I was like, oh, this kind of looks like the museum cover in like mm. a in a good way though. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that's fire because it's not like it doesn't look like it, but I think it might. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, it's a cool it's a cool cover. Yes it is. Single. Shout out to Versailles. Uh you put a preview out uh of the music video. Yes. Uh in a foreign location to New York. Yeah, no, that that's a Malibu, California right there. How did how did that happen? What why why Malibu? What what well, was I the mean, story behind that? So um I took my first trip out to LA in December and that really was like a kind of life changing trip for me. Um and it changed a lot for me in a lot of good ways. And, um, you know, after I signed my contract, I had a little extra money. I just felt like it made sense to go back out there and keep building out there. And, you know, I had to find this feed track. And mm. um, let me see that. And uh, I thought it would make sense to shoot that video out in Cali. So I was like, yeah. fuck it, I'll go out there. I scheduled a bunch of studio sessions and was building with my managers and shit. And it was just, it was a good trip. We got to shoot that video. Um you know, got to experience LA and had a bunch of good sessions out there. And, you know, I'm planning yeah. on going back probably next month to do uh, more of the same. Did you link up with any artists while you were out there? Yeah, I did. Um, I got up with uh, A.A. Rashid, who uh, Ooh, does yeah, the, West Side Gun. the West Side Gun intros. Um, he's a super cool dude. Um, very, very cool energy. Very unique energy. Mm. Um, he had a lot of gems. Um, a lot yeah. of really, really insightful stuff to say. Mm. Um, I got up with Planet Asia while I was out there. Big Twins, um, Psycho Less of the Beat Knots. Um, and yeah, it was a good trip. Obviously, I went out there with my man Arlo too, so yeah. we was we was cooking out there as well. Uh, I got up with Great Matter um, of Mutant Academy, and um, it was a good trip. I might be blanking on some names right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Shout out to my man Josh X. 
Uh, while you're sleeping, podcast. He always takes care of me out there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Good dude. Facts. I want to speak about uh, some of the, some of your OGs. Uh, For sure. Baba. Dante yes, Ross. Emilio. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, what's it What's it like having um, those guys? Like, um, you know, having them um, in your life. Um, it's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Because I got um. I got a type of insight uh, from him. Oh, his Baba calling right now. We can pause. So we see? Yeah. All right, hold up, hold up. We back. But, yeah, I mean, um, on that note, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's definitely good to have people that I could trust, you know, in life and in the music business and that they, they have experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always say I'm grateful I don't mean no shade by saying this, but I know a lot of really good rappers that have, like, a random college kid who's their manager who's just, like, trying to help out in any way they can. They might know a few people, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, overall, like, I'm very grateful to be in the hands of people who have a really good grasp and scope of the industry and yeah. scope of life, you know what I'm saying? Just in that they have the experience and the years to back that. And they all they all offer me different, um, different gems, you know what I'm saying? And I, mm. I talk with all of them frequently and... That's definitely something that I'm grateful for. Yeah, because like as a young artist, um, I feel like it is important to like have some guidance within the music industry. 100, and obviously, 000%. those guys are uh, um, really re- well respected people. Absolutely, um, yeah. And they've obviously got a lot to to show you and tell you, like some gems, and which is cool, man. So, absolutely. I want to know what's what's been inspiring you recently. Have you been writing writing raps as of recent? Yeah, I mean, I've been writing. I've been mainly trying to um, finish up this album. You know what I'm saying? I'm mainly mm-hmm. in that process right now. So I ain't been writing as frequently as I usually been. But I've just been trying to, um, you know, continue exploring new pockets and new ways to rhyme words and shit. I've been listening to a lot of um, Sean Price lately. Yeah. I've been listening to uh, a lot of old, like, pro era um mm-hmm. You know, listening to, uh, you know, my regular mix of stuff. So it's nothing like I'm not seeking any new inspiration at this moment. Yeah. Um, But that's not to say that I'm not inspired either. You know what I'm saying? I'm just kind of staying, rolling with the punches, staying and doing what's working. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, I definitely want to explore some new sounds on this on this next, next album. Um, you know, I feel like United Palace is definitely a step up sonically and um it's more cohesive than I'd say museum was, excuse me, but I feel like it's still very much so in that lineage of um, you know, just the way that the beats are made and the way I'm rhyming on it. Mm-hmm. And I wanna I definitely wanna step out a little bit, but um still keep it within that realm. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Um, Which I think United Palace does in the scope of, in comparison to Museum, but yeah, the next one, you got to do that for that, and the one after that, you got to do it for that, and you know what I'm saying? You got to keep evolving. So you're just constantly, like, planning future stuff, like, is that how, sort of, like, um, your process works? Like, Yeah, I mean, um, I've always really respected artists like, like Kanye and, like, Tyler, um, you know what I'm saying? Who could really like kind of like reinvent themselves thematically with each album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And each album is kind of like its own world that's built. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
obviously, like, at the end of the day, I'm very much so just into this hip-hop shit and rapping my ass off and letting motherfuckers know that I'm one of the best, if not the best, but I also like to create a very um cinematic feel, like a like a build, build a universe, build a world with an album, so... Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I also feel like, and I'm not trying to make an excuse, but that's also why I feel like I don't just throw out like three, four albums a year. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah. I do want to get to a point where I'll probably put out maybe two, three albums a year. But even still, I really like taking my time to develop a theme and a concept. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Just at least like a loose concept, just something that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. To really, really brand the album with. Yeah, because it's been almost myself a- with. It's awesome. been almost a year since uh, Museum dropped. Right. Uh, yeah, almost a year since we did our first interview. Very um, true. Which is crazy because it feels like a lifetime ago, really. Like, it I feels feel like, like it a was, lifetime ago, but it also, to me, feels like three months ago. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, Yeah. I wanted to know like what what's changed during that time in terms of your like perspective. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Like, I ain't gonna lie, like, probably like a lot you know what i mean like i can't put it into better words than that like yeah i've experienced more life but i've also just got a better grasp of the industry and like you know what i'm saying like business and just carrying myself as a person and just yeah. you know what i want to represent as an artist you know what i'm saying because mm. um you know i'm very grateful for what museum did but i also you know what i'm saying i had to adapt really quickly as to what that gave me you know what I'm saying, cause yeah. and I'm and I'm super grateful that it did what it did, but that made me that put me in a position where I had to learn and adapt to shit very quickly. You know what I'm saying, at the age I was at, and mm. so I've learned a lot in the last couple months just from being around the people that I've been around, being yeah. around my OGs, doing more shows, writing more songs, hearing more of what people got to think of me. You know what I'm saying, and I definitely I think I got more of a confidence. And what I'm saying now, because I think the main thing that might have switched is that I'm like, I know I could do this now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not to say I didn't feel that way when putting museum out, but now it's like I'm very close to it. So it's like, oh shit, like I'm oh I'm really doing this? Oh, I bet. So that's kinda how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So back on, on the topic of just like how much has happened, like just within a year, um you've experienced some crazy things during that period yeah um are there some moments to stand out for you definitely um you know like as i said that first la trip was definitely surreal mm. you know what i'm saying um that shit definitely was crazy to me another moment that definitely stood out was being on stage with rock marcy um you know what i'm saying it's not like i was rapping with him I was, it, but that shit was just crazy, yo. And yeah. I got a, a story about that too. So we went to the venue. Uh, I was on the list with my OG, but I also had an underage bracelet on, so I wouldn't drink or or not that they they marked my hands, and they put a bracelet on too. So yeah. whatever, right? And they put a bracelet and they put on the same hand the backstage bracelet. Okay. Right. This is where it gets interesting. So we try to go one time, and I'm with Emilio, and they're like, "Yo, you could come, but he can't." And Emilio was like, yo, why not, bro? Like, he got a rich man. He's like, yo, he's not 21. So Emilio, me and him waiting outside, whatever. Baba hollers, we managed to get another wristband. I'm going back and forth to the bar all night, just putting mad Purell, wiping the shit off my hand. So by the time I get the second wristband, I yeah. put it on my other hand. And I was wearing a leather, so I put my other wristbands down in the other bracelet. 
Purell throughout the night. We went through the other entrance with a different security guard to get backstage. Yeah. Got backstage. Fucking Bronson was there. Conway was there. ASAP 12 was there. A lot of legends was there. And, um, yeah. you know, just being on that stage with Marcy and, like, looking at all the people was just nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. being in that crowd of people up there. Like, it was, he had, like, all his peoples up there and shit. So that was a powerful moment. Um, yeah. I think I remember seeing that on your story and you were like, filming it and then you filmed it and, right. and I didn't realize what it was and then you filmed and it was like Rome Streets yeah, like Streets. rapping rapping right. to yeah, your yeah, camera yeah yeah no that shit was nuts yeah, that shit was, was really crazy. dope and um you know I got to build with Marcy after for a little and you know that was a really powerful moment for me as well cause that's like my favorite rapper yo he's like the best um mm. so that was dope and um you know I've had some I've had some good moments you know what I mean like I've had some some shit that just makes sense you know what I mean like um yeah, like shit that that's really cool. Like fucking like this was random as fuck. Was Michael Rappaport posted my shit? Like, yeah, I, remember I was mad confused that, actually. about that shit because yeah, like yeah. I was just so out the blue, you know what I mean? But like, shit, if he's if he's listening, you don't know who else is listening, you know what I mean? Mm. Shout out, shout out to Michael Rappaport. Appreciate the support from Rappaport. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We might, we might. That was bad, but uh. <laughs> Cut that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just from like, just from seeing like your stuff on Instagram and stuff, it it feels like it's really built. Uh, you've really built a foundation uh, in this past year. Um, yeah. Since the dropping of uh, Museum, do you have any tracks that you yourself like? Like, do you have any tracks on that album that like? Oh, for sure. Some favorite tracks? Yeah, I'd say um. Jump Shot is definitely one of my favorites still. Carry the Torch is obviously one of my favorites. 94 Kooji is one of my favorites. Russian Doll is one of the best songs on there. And um, mm. I like Linen's Shirt. I've always felt like that song's underrated, but that joint is really good. Yeah. And it's developed like a... Like some people will be like, yo, Linen's Shirt is the best song on the album. And I like, like some people have hit me up saying that, which is like, I don't know if it's the best, but I think like... Maybe I put it a little too deep down in the track list that some people didn't really get there, but uh, mm. that's a good one. I like that joint. And the real ones, no. You know what I'm saying? But that also don't make sense because Newport Law has always been like a hit with people. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, Newport Law is one of my favorites, I'd yeah, that's say. That's a good one. Um, do you have any favorite, out of release songs that you've done with Arlo Walker, do you have any favorite beats? Uh, Yeah. Release songs? Um... I mean, Carry the Torch is definitely up there. Linen Shirt is definitely up there. 94 Kooji is definitely up there. Like, Russian Doll is crazy. Mm. Um, the Beat Switch. Yeah. Word. Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. one. That's a really good one. Um, and, yeah, like, those those are probably my favorites on Museum in terms of beats. Um, yeah. Newport Lord got a great beat. Uh, frame of reference got a really crazy beat. That's a like a wild ass beat. Mm. Um, yeah, yellow tape is great too. Yeah, finder's fee is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. What's it like having like a producer like Arlo Walker just like in your corner and and like being able to work with him on a regular basis? Uh, it's dope because um, me and him have really like worked together from like kind of like built the sound together you know what i'm saying so yeah. um 
it's definitely dope, you know what I'm saying? We be on the same page a lot of the time, and we might hear a sample, and we both automatically know what we got to do with it. And, you know, he works really hard, so I got to give it to him, and mm. he, he deserves a lot of the credit and what's being built over here, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it feels like you guys have got got your thing going, and it, and it seems like the workflow is working very well. Um, what can we expect from United Palace? Excellence and glory, you know what I mean? Mm. And just a lot of really good bars, a lot of good beats, dusty and soulful and very New York, man. It's like mm. a, it's kind of like a love letter for me to Washington Heights and New York and growing up here and just the people around me and um, rap music first and foremost, you know what I mean? Mm. For hip-hop and shit. What does United Palace mean? United Palace is a theater that's on 175th Street and Broadway. Um, it's very like grandiose. It looks very, uh, looks very like luxurious and um, mm. like kind of like art. What's the word that I'm looking for? Like I don't even know. It just it it, it looks very like grand. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my kind of like thoughts was like I wanted some stuff that could like represent. How looking at that makes me feel like it's like a big gold, like joint got like United Palace and big ass letters, and it's yeah. got like the old, like dusty architecture on the outside, and it's like mm. it looks really dope. Like before you leave New York, you should you should um, yeah, I will head up there check it out. You 100%. might even seen it like on the way to Tom's crib or my crib or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I probably would have, but I, yeah, yeah I man, you know what I'm saying. And um, it's a lot of history that went down there. It was a movie theater was a church for a while they'd be having mad like random concerts there mm. so uh they had the tony awards there damn random you know what i mean and obviously a lot was put into the cover for museum um have you sorted the cover for united palace yes i have it's not uh it's not completely done but um mm. you know i don't know when you're planning on driving this interview but maybe it would like pop up on the screen but uh yeah yeah to give some detail um you know, it's an homage to the Big L lifestyles of the poor and dangerous cover. Um, so, you know, we paying homage to that. It yeah. features the United Palace in the background. Um, you know what I'm saying? And um, my sentiment behind that was kind of I wanted to make an album championing uh, my neighborhood and championing Uptown and, you know what I mean, the same way that L was doing for Harlem with uh, lifestyles. Mm. Um you know, and obviously L is just one of the greats, and I wanted to pay my respects. So, uh, yeah. Damn, that's dope. Yeah, man. I'm, looking I'm forward excited. To... For, I'm excited for people to see it. It's gonna look dope. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the. Uh, uh, what do you call it when I'm having a massive mind blank? The rollout. The rollout. Is that yeah. the word? That's the word. The rollout started. Yeah, the rollout it has yeah, started. Man. Yellow tape. Facts. Yeah. Mind is coming real soon, mm -hmm. man. So they're on the album. But yeah, both of those joints are on the album. Yep. I wanted to ask you about, um, I know you've done some freestyles on, you've done a freestyle on Top Shelf Premium. Yes, sir. Shout out to them. Shout out to Top Shelf. Shout out to Mark. And on the Radar Radio. Yes, indeed. Um, they were some Shout crazy freestyles. I want to know Shout like. Calvin, my man. Calvin Shout and Gabe. John from On The Radar. Yeah, I want to know like, yeah. uh, what like, 
Do you enjoy doing the freestyles and just like proving yourself on the mic? Like, oh yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying that shit is um, that's what we do it for. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You just gotta you gotta rap real good on those joints. So yeah. it makes me disappointed when I see people who just like go up on freestyle platforms and they just suck it up and they just like completely are trash. And it's and I almost be like, yo, like you know that this is a big platform. So I, sometimes I'll just be like. Do these motherfuckers go up there and shit the bed on purpose so they can still get hype in that way? Even, like, you know what I'm saying? Some people yeah, say yeah, yeah. all press is good press. And that's not necessarily true, but I'm saying, like, you remember when, like, Smoke Perp did that shit? Like, I was like, yo, you got to be kidding me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, like, no shade, but, like, I see mad people go up on, on the radar lip syncing they shit, yo. Like, <laughs> I, like you can watch, bro. There's mad people who go up there lip syncing they yeah. shit. And I'm like, yo, like. What? And I think it's just like, yo, like, what, like, not to say what am I doing all this work for, but it's also kind of just like, how how is that slotted? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was like a, a passionate fan of that music, like, I wouldn't want to see my favorite yeah, artist exactly. going up there lip syncing. Like, I'd want to see my favorite artists going hard yeah. and still trying to prove themselves no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, everybody got a different approach. I ain't trying to hate on nobody getting to the bag, so... You got mm. if you got motion, if you stacking that paper, I ain't hating. But uh you know what I'm saying? Care about your art, put that first. That that's first and foremost, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know like both those freestyles had like the Arlo Walker produced tracks. Yes. Um, which were crazy by the way. Facts, yeah. Those are two really good joints. Yeah. Um I had that on the radar joint actually in the tuck for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I was planning to drop that shit on an album. But then I was like, fuck it. This is a good-ass joint. I think yeah. it's the right move to do it. And uh, yeah. for the Top Shelf shit, you know, once I got that call, I just called Arlo up and was like, yo, we need some we need some heaters. So uh got yeah. something ready. And, you know, I smoked that shit. That's probably my favorite one, the, the Top Shelf shit. Yeah, I um, I was I was meaning to ask you, like, let's just say in the future you get on, like, Hot 97 or, like, Sway's Universe or something. Oh, yeah. Um, Which is in my opinion, inevitable. Like, it, I feel like oh, it's yeah, going to happen. Oh, sure, it's coming. Um, what are some joints that you'd love to, like, freestyle over on one of those bigger, mm. like, huge platforms, like like those two? Mm. That's a good question. The first first one that came to my mind, all right, now I got two that came to my mind. The first two that came to my mind is Represent by Nas mm. and Invocation by Common. Oof. Um... Those are the first two, maybe maybe uh maybe like a pun beat or a big L beat. Um yeah. you know, I'm trying not to say like the most basic ones like kick in the door and like yeah. keep it thorough. Because everybody wants to kill keep Who it shot thorough, you? but it's keep it thorough's been killed like so yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I always say this, yo, Dead Presidents Two is like my favorite song of all time, but you're never gonna hear me try to rap on that beat until I'm on my deathbed and it will be the last song I record, I record on that beat. But, yeah. like, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I ain't trying to disrespect that shit in any way. And not even say disrespect, but it's also just been beaten into the ground by mad people, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's almost like you hear that sample now and you're like, come on. But I still bump the Reasonable Doubt one, like, every fucking day. And there's some good remixes to it, too, don't get me wrong, but, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm trying to think right now. What's, what I, I mean, it's a pretty what tough I, question because yeah, I like I like I, I would kill invocation, I would kill represent. Mm. Uh, you know, this one has been beaten into the ground, but um, uh, the ninety three till infinity would be crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I, on I, a I Freddie Gibbs kind of hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, shit, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's uh, it's a lot of good joints. They definitely, I definitely got to rap on some premiere shit. So uh, yeah, you know. Nah, that'd go there's crazy. Some, yeah, there's some good joints on. Um, I don't think I ever heard nobody freestyle on one, the Ghostface joint. Yeah, that'd be insane. that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it'd be cool to get jump on something that like is a classic beat, right. but also just hasn't been like overplayed. Used, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying facts. Mm. I want to know like um, this is on a, on a, in another direction, but uh, in terms of Sco's influences, are there any like artists? Oh uh, yeah. That people wouldn't expect. That you like fuck with, you know, like stuff that you listen to that people I just got you. Yeah, I'm a big fan of G Herbo. I love G Herbo. Like genuinely, that's one of my favorite rappers. Childish Gambino was a really mm-hmm. big influence on me um, early on. I'm trying to think, um, shit, like he's not a rapper, but I fuck with Elton John. Mm. Elton John, fire. What do you know about the? Uh Benny and the Jets Muppet version. Oh, yo, that's that's the ill joint right there. You know what I'm saying? That's the best version of the song right there. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? You can't listen to the... If you're not listening to the Muppet version of Benny and the Jets, you're listening to the wrong version. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. But, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Those are, the, like... Yeah. Also, I, like this one's I feel like less unexpected, but I really fuck with Dave East. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I really, really like Dave East. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do a track with Dave East someday. That would be dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's got some crazy stuff for sure. Yeah, he does, bro. He could rap, bro. He can yeah, really rap. Hundred percent. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions that you may not have been asked. Okay, let's do it. Um, what do you have to say about? Randy. Randy the tab dude. Yeah. Yeah, Randy was an ill motherfucker, yo. He was um I was like an old ass dude, white guy in Harlem. We used to ride around on a bicycle and had six dollar acid tabs that was strong as fuck. Wow. They weren't even on like the blotted sheets. Like he would just hand you like a little strip of like white paper and you'd be like, This is it. You'd be like, Alright super strong mm. dude would go like a war every couple months and then just hit you from a new number right sometimes you would like call him for like shit and he'd be like i don't have that shit like what are you talking about <laughs> like, he was a bug down motherfucker yo like, he definitely was like a tinfoil hat motherfucker and he was definitely <laughs> the thing is though like he was definitely making the acid himself so right i guess that makes it more trustworthy or less trustworthy depending on who you ask but mm. that was some good fucking acid um I still remember one of the first times I ever copped off him. It was in the winter. I'm wearing, like, a puffer jacket, and I pull up on him. He pulls up on his bike, and he pulls up next to me, and he just sticks his hand in my pocket. And I, like, grab his hand because I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, hey, easy, easy, pal. Look, look, look. And he, like, shows it to me. He had it, like, hidden in his hand on some magician shit, and he, like, pulls it out of his palm like this. And he's like, look. And I'm like, oh, my fault, bro. Like, I, I, I just I wasn't ready for it. And he was like, yeah. and he goes, you don't have any weapons on you, do you? And I'm like, uh, nah, nah. And he's like, good, good. Because you don't need weapons when you come to see Randy. And I was like, all right. And he was like, gave him the money, bicycled Damn. off, and um, tripped my ass off. Mm. Shout out to Randy. Shout out to Randy. What do you have? A- like, there was like a lore also that he used to serve ASAP Rocky his tabs, which I don't know if that's true, but that right. was like 
the Lord, like yeah, yeah, all yeah. on my old like mm. you know, I used to yeah, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh what do you have against chained chairs? You just can't sit in them. There's no no explanation needed. Okay. You just shouldn't sit in those. You know what I'm saying unless unless it's designated for you, unless you chained it to it, it, don't sit in that chair. Is it a stu- superstitious thing or is it? No, it's a respect. <laughs> okay. don't, don't sit in that shit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask why Canada Dry and not like Schweppes or something. Yeah, I mean I like the it's, it's vintage Canada Dry. You barely see me with one of them new bottles, but I like the packaging. I like the approach. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, this yeah. is uh, you're well known for the Newports. Yes. Uh, can you explain why why Newports? I mean, honestly, like I'll be real, like I haven't really smoked many other cigarettes. Right. So it's just always been the go-to. Yeah, word. It's just you know when I went to cop my first cigarettes, you know, let me get some Lucy's. It was Newports. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? The first cigarettes I smoked was Newports. You know, most of the people who I smoke cigarettes with smoke Newports, so. Yeah. Like, no, I won't say, oh, I'd say it's like 65%. percent mm-hmm. mm, Maybe 70 But, like, it depends on the crowd, too. Like, if I'm with, like, the 30-plus, it's all Newports. People my age, it's like 50-50. Some motherfuckers like the Spirits. People like Marlboros, but. Right. I ain't gonna lie, I be setting the trends with the Newports. Some people be like, yo, I started smoking Newports because of you, and I'm like. I don't know if that's a good thing, but uh, shout kudos, out, man. You shout out Fred Toll who came here and and got the Newport straight away. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about Sun there, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Newport's in Australia. Yeah, like, that's the name of my Australian tour. Newport's in Australia. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, just in terms of like your your fashion style, um, what inspired that? And like, do you have any like pieces of fashion that that you'll like want to keep forever like some shit that you just yeah your favorite I mean, shit all of my icebergs all of my coogees all of my ill polo i'm keeping that forever yeah you know what i'm saying i say most of my ill jeans i'm like kind of a hoarder so you asking the wrong person about keeping shit forever <laughs> I'll, I'll keep mad shit forever yeah um but yeah you know what i'm saying like i i really think i've i've branded myself as more of a old school type of person in my music mm-hmm. more of a vintage you know what i'm saying like people be like yo you got that old new york vibe so i just really wanted to complete that with my obviously you know what i'm saying my wardrobe yeah, yeah um yeah. which is an important part like you know what i'm saying like keep it a buck like I'm saying like I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to say that this is the most important part, but you don't want to listen to no rapper who look like a bum. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like they gotta they gotta have a little swag to their shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of source. Like and I know people who could rap their ass off, but they look funny doing that shit. So it's like You yeah. know what I mean? But um yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and I've always been more of a baggy type of person. I had my, my skinny jeans phase, but that shit was, you know, that was a phase then and, and I was also me doing that because that was the music I was making at that time. It made mm-hmm. sense for me to wear skinnier jeans and yeah. tighter shit. And yeah, I'm saying that was that was the ever for a little second. Um, but yeah, I'm saying once I really found out my vision as an artist, I found that that I, I found that it would make sense to, yeah, I'm saying really complete that and complete my image. And yeah, I'm saying do the knowledge. Oh, what was Biggie wearing? What was Nas wearing? What yeah. was what was Mob Deep rocking in this video from from '96? What was you know what I'm saying like, mm. I'm, I, and I became a real historian for the hip hop fashion side of shit as well, just because you know what I'm saying like, I like 
yo, I'm a fucking rapper, you know what I mean? Like, I want to wear the same shit that my favorite rappers was wearing to carry on that lineage that they set. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm wearing Carl Kanai and Jabot jeans right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up. Like, but that's because, like, I'll go look at all the Source magazines back in the day and see what the ads was that they had in them shits. And, and I'll go mm-hmm. look at, like, the old fucking Wu-Tang pictures and all the old, you know what I'm saying, Mob Deep flicks and, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm really in perceptive of that type of shit. I'm really keen to detail, so um, mm. that that's an important element for me as well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's something in general that stands out to me is, like, you're a student of the culture. Right. And, um, but it's also, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 15 years from now, like, if someone took a picture of me, and showed it to someone, I, I maybe wouldn't want them to be like, yo, I don't know if this is from 2023 or from 1994, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to have that type of shit where my shit is really timeless and ingrained in in, in an era of time, but still can stretch the test of time and yeah. be something that could just blend in with all the other great music that's been out and all the other great rap music that's highly mm. respected, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What inspired uh, Sco DVD? Shout out to Uptown Puck. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, you know, a couple of things definitely inspired that. I'd say, um, you know, Smack DVD, obviously, that's where the name comes from. All the old Smack DVD videos. Um, you know, those are classic. Mm-hmm. All DVD, you know what I mean, for for some of the newer people. Some some of the newer people be like, yo, you shit reminds me of all DVD. And I'm like, do you know what Smack DVD is? But, uh, you know, f- shout outs to all DVD, too. And, um, you know, it's a couple of joints. Uh, I think the Kanye documentary really inspired a lot more young creatives to document what they're doing and mm. get film while they're coming up so that shit could be repurposed for yeah, yeah, a yeah. grander scale. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, uh, my man Puck is pretty pretty well-versed in the land of graffiti videos and skate videos, and you know what I mean? So yeah. I think he kind of adds in that aesthetic as well, um, which kind of... I think gives it a unique feel and a unique yeah. type of raw um look. Yeah, it's um it sort of feels like personable as well. Like you can watch it and sort of feel right. like you're you're there in New yeah, York. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kinda I think exactly um how I want it to be where people could almost just yeah feel like they're right there with us and kinda get a slice of life, little little piece of the everyday life, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's cool. It, it, we're up to four have come out, yeah. We're yes, sir. Yes, fifth. sir. Indeed. The, f- the fifth is in in the process. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask, um, just in your own words, like what makes Lord Sco a unique artist? Um, you know, I think there's a couple of things that make me unique. Um, but I think it's more so. I won't even say that. I'm trying to find the right way to say it. It's not. It's not more so that I'm super unique and original in what I'm doing, but I think it's almost that um it's not nah it's not that and it's dumb that you said that because now it's gonna pick it up on camera. But um my thing my thing is um what's it called? Like I think that it's almost just the homage that I pay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. it's just that I'm doing stuff that's been done before, but I'm just kind of rebranding it for a newer generation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, it's like reimagined. I'm not on some soldier boy shit where I want to be like, yo, I'm the first rapper to do this. I'm the first rapper to do that. 
what I'm saying? I might be the first one to rebrand it and 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 put a newer spin to it, but yeah. I always want to pay homage to the people who made that possible and for the people who set those trends, you know what I'm saying? Back down mm. to the way that I dress is like I'm trying to find the shit that was hot for the rappers in the 90s and the 2000s and you know what I'm saying? That yeah, shit yeah. cuz that's the era that I'm trying to pay homage to, you feel me? Mm. Um so I think that is definitely something and I think it's um I'm coming in at a good time, you know what I mean? And that I was just talking about this yesterday and I don't want to give away too much sauce. Or two days ago I was talking about this, excuse me, but um I feel like a lot of people don't realize that it's been a long enough time since the blog ever to kind of pay homage to that as well and to have renaissance from that and to have lineage from that because mm. the people who was listening to blog ever music in 2012 and 2013 and 2014, they was in their early 20s. That was 10 years ago. Those people don't want to think about the fact that they 30 to 35 now, right. got kids, got to pay their mortgage, and they're not just smoking weed with their homies in the parking lot like they used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think I'm one of the first people who's realized, oh, shit, that's been long enough ago to kind of recreate that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, to yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. put a spin on that. Obviously, I, I take a lot of influence from the 90s and all of that that was going on in New mm. York at that time as well, but... You know what I'm saying? I feel like I got a I got a good appeal to a lot of the blog ever fans who was young during that time because my shit is definitely reminiscent of that as well. Yeah. Um and obviously it has that same type of appeal to the people who's my age just because they're doing the same shit that I'm talking about in my raps, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Which was the same shit why people like Joey, why people like Mac, why people like ASAP back in the day cuz they mm. was like, "Oh shit, this is relatable." Now they're 35 and they're not fucking Rihanna. So they kind of feel that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of this shit, and, and that's what I look forward to is um growing with my fans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like something that Larry June got going on really good is, like, I've heard a lot of his fans say that he motivates them, and, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of Larry June fans, like, are almost trying to keep up with Larry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, I got to drink my green juice. Like, I got to work hard, like. Yeah. Larry's the man, like he's the coolest dude. So I'm, I'm trying to do what he's saying in his music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a cool way to look at it. Right. Um, like speaking to the fans and, and sort of motivating them. Absolutely. As much as they motivate you, I guess. Yeah, shout out Larry June, man. Yeah. Um. I wanna, I wanna find a good way to like wrap it up. Wrap it up. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually had a a couple more questions actually Um, I ain't in no rush yeah Uh, there's a lot of like-minded artists and creatives in New York City um, at the moment that that, um, I feel like you um, you know like there's a close group um, yeah how does that feel like knowing that there's like sort of just like this it's in a way like a movement um feels feels really good bro yeah you know what i'm saying and it's um it's good to know that there's other people kind of pushing that that brand and that culture forward as well it takes a little bit of stress off my shoulders not not it both takes stress off my shoulders and makes me a lot more competitive because i'm like oh shit i gotta keep up with this many mm. people but it's also like i know certain people got it in different lanes so i don't gotta feel like i gotta make up for it by doing that i'm like oh shit yeah. i could do me 
You know what I'm saying? Dre gonna do his shit. Tom gonna do his shit. Dusty gonna do his shit. Jeremy gonna do his shit. Whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, it's not like it's a collective or nothing, but I think there definitely is like a new movement kind of moving, you know what I'm saying, that, that mm. people are taking note of. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just to name a few. Yeah, I mean, like the fact that um, I'm out here is testament to you guys, like um, the movement coming across there. You can You can notice it. Um, for sure, and it feels like it's something that's really Thanks. building. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm I'm grateful that you got to take this trip and um kind of get to experience that more close up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's been it's been a surreal moment for me. Um, and I think it's the first trip of many to back to New York. Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate you uh, like doing this with me, man. Already, mind you, you know yeah. you know the vibes, my guy. You got any more questions? Uh no, no, we. So you got a few more, and then you hit me with one more. <laughs> That's true. Maybe so I do so have I to hit the beat. <laughs> Check them notes. Get a yeah, I'll, I'll hear you with another one. <laughs> oh, I did want to ask, like, what what are some of your? This is like a pretty standard question, but what are some of your favorite projects? Um, yeah, no, from that's, this year. That's a good, oh, from this year. From this year. Hasn't been that many good projects this year. I like the Larry June project though. All right, let's say let's say 2022, 2023. Okay, okay. Um, the Marcy Alchemist project was great. The Currency mm-hmm. Alchemist project was great. I know I just named three Alchemist projects, but uh, <laughs> I might give you a vibe as to the type of music I like. Um, Lucky's album was pretty good. Um, both of the ones he dropped last year and this year. Um, the Bronson album was good. From last year, yeah. Um, Museum is a good album. <laughs> What's that again? Yeah, it's a good album. Um, <laughs> check it out. But uh, I'm trying to think. There was some good albums. Oh, the Black Thought album is really good. Of course, yeah. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, yeah, for me, those are the ones that I like mm. personally, and was given a lot of airtime to. Um, yeah. I gotta like check through my Spotify to like see which ones I was really bumping. But there's songs from all those joints. But um, yeah, definitely some of those joints is good. Yeah. What are you sort of looking forward to, like, um, for the next like year? Like, what like what are some things you want to you want to check off? Um, uh, I want to like next year. get on the road more. You know what I'm yep. saying do some touring. Hopefully, like some international touring would be really dope. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, just getting to, to build and link up with some more of my favorite rappers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And just um getting getting to do that stuff and just learning more and just taking more steps forward, you know what I'm saying? And just seeing this shit continue to grow and blossom because it's been, it's been really dope and motivating to witness so far. So yeah, just want to keep feeding the beast. Mm. Feed the beast. Yeah, on, on that note... I asked a couple more questions. There you go. You go. You <laughs> off the hook now. <laughs> I'm off the hook. Get out of here. Yeah, man. All right. Wrap it up. Boop, boop, boop. Soul Radio Music Show. This is the outro song.